KC Covers Country. A mural popped up of Jason Aldean back in his hometown, Macon, Georgia, which is so nice, right? I would love that. A lot of artists have these, like Chris Young has one in his hometown, which yep. is oddly Nashville. And um, Brett Eldridge, right? I think Brett Eldridge oh, yeah, has Brett one does, too. Yeah. Yep. That's a good point. It looks great. You oh you've been there? No, I've seen pictures of it. It looks fantastic. <laughs> like whoever whoever the artist was did Remy a great job for it. It's really big, isn't it? It's huge. Yeah. So That's Jason Aldean got one in his hometown, and it's hilariously terrible. <laughs> so bad. And the so artist, bad. it's got a Beavis and Butthead <laughs> air to it. <laughs> <laughs> and Jason, he said, you know, he doesn't want to offend the artist because he appreciates the gesture, but like I would offend this artist. It's so bad. It's not good. I just, I don't even, is the artist's name on the, can you see it on the mural? No. And I, I did some research on this because I didn't want to make fun of it if it was like, you know, a kid did it. Yeah. Or it was a kid's a elementary piece, school yeah, right. or something like that. But I, I don't know. I don't. The artist has not revealed themselves, or would you? I don't, <laughs> I mean, if you consider yourself an artist good enough to draw on a wall. For everybody to see the mural, it looks like he just smelled a really, really bad fart. <laughs> like he's like, "Oh my god!" Like the nose well, is turned up, the lip like, turned. Look at him. It looked like him. Like the mouth is not right. His teeth look like chiclets. He does have a goatee though. That's there spot on. The goatee yeah. and the hat. Oh. A little double chin action. Yeah. Oh what, come on. What's, we love Jason. Where's the Hooters wing? What's fu- funny about this is if you see the entire wall. Jason, like there's more, there's more uh, celebrities on this wall. Around there's like him. two other celebrities on this wall and okay. they look great. They look fine. And this just, it does not, it just doesn't fit. Who's it? Who else is on the wall? Can you tell? I don't know. What if it was okay. Luke Bryan the whole time? Like he's the one that made <laughs> yeah. this. Oh my gosh. Dude, that... if this is a practical joke, it would be so awesome. So awesome. <laughs> and I kind of still hope that somebody comes out of the woodwork and it's like, oh, it's me. And it's like his first wife. So I don't know. Looks... Anyway. Yeah. He's definitely like a, a character from Beavis and Butthead. He's like a, a country artist mime. <laughs> if you haven't seen it, the photos on our Facebook page and Instagram story follow us at 923 WIL. I mean, it's not like any of us could have done better. I could probably uh, do I better. Think so. I want to see you get out your pens and paper. <laughs> Draw some it. Jason for me. Let's go, girls. Oh, yes. Let's go, girls. <laughs> Run through a wall right now. Two out of the three people in this room have seen the Shania Twain documentary that just dropped yesterday. If you had to guess in your car right now who those two people would be, would you guess that it was Meat and Remy? I and didn't, not Casey? I didn't, <laughs> I didn't have time yesterday, all right? I'm already annoyed. Now you're rubbing it in my face. Uh, I always got time for Shania. The, uh, the best part about this story is that Meat texted me about it yesterday and he's like, <laughs> I'm watching the Shania documentary. And I was like, are you subtly telling me that I should watch it as well? Hey, maybe. I mean, and so we both watched oh, it. I figured wow. you were watching it. So it's it. Boys Club behind my back. <laughs> you brought it up yesterday. You had a very busy day yesterday, but the Shania Twain documentary is out and it's called Not Just a Girl. And it was really good. I don't, I, I, there's not really any spoilers to this. Give because me some you, bullet point highlights you then. You kind of know. My takeaways, I had a bunch. We were discussing earlier compared to like the Taylor Swift documentary. It's not going to give you as much personality, I don't think. I thought it gave you a lot more professionally about Shania, her rise, the grind and everything. Yeah. 
But personally, the divorce, the cheating scandal, all that stuff, I wanted more. We didn't get it. Really? And I thought it was really going to spill some tea. That's what I thought. They teased it in the commercial like it was going to be in there. I thought there was nothing. I thought it was really classy the way that they did it, though. You know what I mean? Because I feel like, yeah, everybody who does want the drama, they want the, the, the scandal, the stuff with Mutt and all that. They want all that. But it wasn't. It was given, but it wasn't really given a lot, if that makes sense. Whereas Taylor Swift okay. was very in detail with a lot of different personal things in her life. Yeah. Uh, this was not that. Like you said, it's more professional, more glossy. But the similarities will. between the two in their career, it's like watching it back, and we discuss it all the time. You compare, and you know, the rise, how they got there, the the way they they went through country music. Watching it last night, it was like almost side by side, like mirror images. Shania in um, that don't impress me much. Mm-hmm. She's got like the the leather print, like hooded gown on. Yeah, carbon copy to Taylor. Yeah. Looking back at it now, not oh, yeah. knowing Taylor then, you're like, oh yeah, spot on. And it's just, that happened probably four or five times throughout the documentary. Yeah, where you're like, ah, oh, I get it. There's yeah. a connection right there. Yeah. Definite Taylor vibes for sure. And obviously Shania was the one that paved the way for Taylor. Did it talk about her moving to Switzerland at all? Yeah. Briefly. A little bit. A little bit. I guess I guess Mutt is still there and has not given an interview in like eleven years or yeah, something. Yeah, well like neither that. would I if I cheated on <laughs> Shania Twain. Her second husband's way hotter than her first, also. His name is also Mutt. Like who did that? <laughs> right. Uh I, I I really only bring this up because I feel like anybody who is a country music fan and beyond, really, because she's she's touched people globally uh we'll be talking about this documentary i mean i think this will be the documentary of the next couple weeks here on netflix so it gave me so many good nostalgic feels last night especially like as my like young self i'm like that was my first crush i'm like oh yeah that's why because she was smoking hot like she was beautiful (laughs) and it was like a natural like girl next door is not was right seriously and yeah that's what we were talking about earlier they kept showing her and like she's that same person still it was a really good documentary yeah Mm -hmm. if you've seen it let us know what you think of it on the facebook page uh we want to know your thoughts, and we want to hear your thoughts too, Casey, when you get a chance to see it. Yeah, first thing I do today so I can catch up with you guys. Okay, good, good, good. Well, the new Shania Twain documentary is out. Meet and I saw it before Casey, which is super weird. Let's go, girls. No, it's not. I think so. <laughs> okay, you. the fact that you saw it before I did is is strange. Yeah. Yes, but you only saw it because Meet texted you and said, hey, girl, let's talk Shania tomorrow. Yeah, Tune sure. in. <laughs> So you saw it yesterday. What'd you think? Yes, I watched it yesterday. Loved it. Love her. A queen. Her second husband is so much hotter than her first husband. Like, I really think (laughs) that this was an upgrade for her. And I know her first husband helped her, you know, make her all her biggest albums and recorded for ACDC and the... But... I feel like this is the point in her life for more than a comeback. Like this could almost be her um the prime. Okay. What? That's an I know. That's, which that's is which is a fat statement after, you know, she was the biggest thing ever in like 2002. Right. Yeah. In However, the world. I did like it. I thought it was very good. And if you're, even if you're only a little bit into Shania, definitely watch it. You're going to recognize songs that you, that have maybe like slid into the back of your memory bank. Yeah. I think one of the most interesting things from the documentary that I found was that usually when an artist in the music industry, you put out an album and then you go on tour in support of that album, basically to make more money about you know, with that album. She never did that with her first couple albums until the third album when she was like, okay, I'm going to go out on tour now. So we had discussed in the studio, what if she had gone out on tour for those first couple albums? Would it have changed things? What if she never 
got Lyme disease because she said her voice has never been the same after that, which I thought was interesting. And if you listen to her speak, you just know. Like, yeah. that yeah. doesn't sound like the way that you think she sounds. However, I yeah, I thought that was super interesting because think of how many tours... Kenny Chesney's been on. He goes every summer. Shania Twain, for how big she is and the fact that she's sold more albums than anyone ever is amazing because she's only taken a trip around the country once. Mm -hmm. If you didn't see her when she was here in 2002, you didn't see her unless she was in Vegas Yeah, or on the halftime show. It's wild. She she had a decade run almost with, with what three pretty good mm. albums, like big Shania type albums and then the tour, but like what could have been? You look at Tim McGraw, Kenny Chesney. These guys are doing it for two decades, three decades. She had one, and she destroyed every record that was out there. Yeah. yeah. Like, what if she had another decade? What if she had two more? Would she be like that Dolly status where she's the queen of country? Yeah. Or would she have then burnt out the way that yeah. R.I.P. Queen Naomi Campbell, or for sure. Campbell, I'm sorry, Naomi, Naomi Judd. Judd did recently. So it kind of makes me think maybe that everything happens for a reason so that she got to take those years and be with her family and raise her kid alone in Switzerland so that she could come back to it rather than burning out and then, you know, she might have a bad rep these days. I'm happy that she opened up and I'm happy that this documentary exists. As glossy as it is, I think it's a great inspiration for, for boys and girls alike. Like, I feel like watching this, I was so inspired to be like, you know what? I'm going to stand up for what I believe in. Yeah. And I am going to be creative. And I am going to do these things. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, you do <laughs> that. There. I believe in you. It feels like a woman. <laughs> I do. All the time. All the time. No, I'm just joking. Uh, but if, you, ha- if you haven't seen, yeah, right? If you haven't seen the Shania Twain documentary, go check it out. Uh, we posted up something yesterday. If you want to leave your thoughts on what you what you thought of it. But I, I don't right. I don't know how you could not like it. I know. It's and it's just... on Netflix. We know you have the login. Morgan Wallen, Fairy Godfather. I, Something I guess, like that. I'll yeah. tell you why. <laughs> the Humphreys County baseball team. I don't, I want to say this is a little league team, but it also could be like the county is all under one school. It's a baseball team of like what looks like junior high aged kids. Okay. They left for the World Series in South Carolina yesterday. And the special thing about this is that Last August, Humphreys County suffered a lot of loss and devastation due to flooding in their area, and their schools got destroyed. So these kids have been working out of temporary school buildings ever since then, and it's sort of also the area that Morgan Wallen comes from. So when he found out that this team was qualified enough to go to the World Series and play, he said he was so proud of them and everything that their community has taken on over the past year that he wanted to pay for everything in full himself. That's wow. really cool. Travel, hotel, food, That's new awesome. uniforms, everything. And this is a huge event. I don't know if you guys ever watched the Little League World Series, but like that is, it's major. Like the families go, everybody yeah. is there. I can't imagine the financial it's undertaking here. So much fun to watch the Little League World Series. Oh my goodness. So yeah. much fun. The kids, when they interview the kids like beforehand, it's it's the best. Hi, They're- I'm Big Al and I hit dingers. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> There's a kid that actually said that. It's, it's hilarious. I know. So it is Humphreys County. That's who's playing. In case you're watching the World Series and you get a glimpse of them or they do something about that story. That's who it is. I thought it was really cool that he 
And he actually called the team himself and got to let them know, like, hey, here's what we're doing for you. Get excited. You're going to South Carolina. Yeah. As a kid, that's got to be the coolest feeling Huge. ever. Sounds like it's gonna. they're going to be playing in Morgan Wallen Stadium here in a little bit. Right? <laughs> Morgan Wallen Field at Morgan Wallen Stadium. Yeah, he's going to donate a new scoreboard or something. Is it bad that I see the uniforms as, like, Cut off sleeves, right. jeans, shorts, and a mullet yeah. out of the helmet. Only their their sleeves, their sleeves they use as batting gloves in their pocket. Yeah, batting gloves are like work gloves. Exactly. <laughs> Ashley McBride is telling this embarrassing story about how she almost burned down Dolly Parton's house. And That's I know what insane. you're thinking. Why would Ashley McBride be inside Dolly Parton's house? Also, it's Dolly Parton, right? So like, she's got ten more houses, surely. But Imagine, you know, us in radio. Imagine Remy. You yes. go over to... Brett Eldridge's house. Yeah, of course. Jana Kramer's house. <laughs> I was going to say something like Danny Mac or someone who's kind of like in our line of work. That's fine. Yeah, Danny Mac. You go to Danny Mac's house yeah. and you catch the whole microwave on fire. I don't think Dan would be happy about no, that. No, he would not. <laughs> Do you ever talk to Dan again after that day? Uh, you know, I think we're we're more bonded at that point. Like okay. we've had a we've had a traumatizing experience together, mm. right? Well, Ashley <laughs> says that she and Dolly still haven't spoken to this day because what? she's so embarrassed about it. And here's kind of how that story, how that day went. They were remodeling her lake house, and my job was to stay there with the, with her niece, because it was my buddy. And we were supposed to stay there and let the wallpaper guys in and out and just like do that kind of thing. I'm not, I mean, I take the credit for it. I didn't take the blame for it because I'm the one who removed the on fire microwave out of the house. But it was honestly her niece. She's like a whole box of bagel bites in there, like in the box. Oh, just a full box? And then beep, there it goes in a freshly wallpapered room. It was awesome. So I lost my job. Oh my gosh. But Dolly gave me the microwave. <laughs> so she hasn't spoken to her in a decade, but she got to keep the microwave. I think one of the most embarrassing moments I ever had was Jeff Fisher, the former coach of the Rams. Oh, yeah. When they were here, had a, had a, like a big media party at his house. So random. At his house. So I'm at his house. Got to go to the bathroom. Toilet malfunctions while I'm in there. Oh, oh. you clogged the toilet? At Jeff Fisher's house. Oh, <laughs> no. <laughs> walked right out. Dropped a brick and oh left, Oh, my huh? gosh. And you just walked out? What are you going to tell? You're going to go up to Jeff Fisher and be like, clogged your toilet, bro. Sorry. <laughs> there were other people there. It wasn't just you. No, it was a lot of people. I have a, a high fiber okay. diet. Yeah, a lot of media people. I just blamed it on Danny Mac, who was also there. Okay, well, oh my God. Now everyone knows. I actually kind of had the same experience. My first week of college, my roommate and I were like, hey, let's go make some Easy Mac. I wasn't looking at her. She throws the whole thing of Easy Mac straight into the microwave, no water added, just Ooh, like yeah. st straight in. Next uh, thing we know, the whole dorm building is being evacuated because of the fire alarm. Oh, my gosh. So, Ashley McBride, I feel for you, girl. Happens to the best of us, <laughs> and I'm sure Dolly has forgiven you. Oh. We all know how the story goes. Dolly, Dolly, begging Jolene not to take her man. That's probably not how it would go in 2022, though, you know? No. It would probably be said differently. Like, no, you can have him. Especially Dolly. She ain't got no time for that. No, no she doesn't. Have, oh, it's, it's definitely, it's up to you. Whatever you want to do, it's your choice. <laughs> Country girl group Chapel Heart has been writing their own music and filming their own videos, working to gain some attention over the last few years. But, you know, it's hard for independent artists out here. So Chapel Heart did what a lot of artists who are just starting out do. 
They went to America's Got Talent, and that's where they really grabbed everyone's attention with this modern woman rendition of Dolly Parton's Jolene. Now, I don't watch America's Got Talent, so I don't know how often this golden buzzer thing happens. Yeah. But apparently it's a big deal that it happened. It's a huge deal. And I think because you go straight to the finals, I believe. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Okay. You, you skip pass. all the other stuff and you just go straight to the end. And uh, I think for them, these guys are awesome. This is I was a watching big this, deal. I was watching this video yesterday. I was so impressed by their vocals. They're great. And they, they seem like just great women too. And the yeah. fact that it's not like a carbon copy, a cover of, of Jolene, Jolene, the fact yeah. that they made their own thing out of it, so they've got the vocal talent, then they've got the talent on the other side to create a totally new song out of it. That's what I like about it. So, not only did the Golden Buzzer ring for them at America's Got Talent, but even Dolly Parton saw. She tweeted, wow, what a fun take on my old song. That's got to be super validating. And then Loretta Lynn saw it and she said, love it, ladies. Now I'm wondering what you might be able to do with one of my old songs. That's my goodness. I always watch this show and I go, I wonder if this has legs. Like, Can this go any further? Like, How many dogs have you seen on their hind legs on this show? Right. Catching frisbees. Are you going to go watch that more than one time? Like, the, these girls, Chapel Heart, have a future for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So well, we hope so. But it's fun watching these queens of classic country show up for these independent girls from Mississippi to give them that validation. So they're called Chapel Heart. The video is on our Facebook page. Rascal Flats, more like reggae flats. I've got to tell you about the new hottest Island Boy hits. However, I thought this goes perfectly hand in hand with the fact that we are going on another Sandals vacation. Well, we're going to broadcast live, but you could win a trip to come with us. All inclusive. It's free on us. The only way that you can enter to win is at our 10 town tour stops. Our next one will be on Friday in Collinsville at Cruda's bakery. Will reggae flats be performing on our trip? We could play some. (laughs) It's my wish, man. (laughs) Because I last night I got on the internet and this is what it had to offer. We already know all of the biggest rascal flat songs. We've heard them a million times, but I bet you've never heard them like this. It's a little too loud on the highway I wanna pull back in your driveway Fun. It's way too quiet at my place Wanna come on over Remy's grooving, or Did- I bet you've never heard it like this <laughs> It's like you're on the resort already I like it. it It really has a different spin on that first dance appeal, you know what I mean? Yeah I could see, I could imagine myself at a bar, you know, or out on the beach, just kind of having that in the background, vibing out. Right. I feel it. I feel it. Does it make it better? Do you think it makes it? I don't. I don't I'm, I'm asking. I honestly. personally think that once a song has been out for like ten plus years, yeah. a remix does freshen it up. I say there's a time and place for both. I'm missing steel drum there. I don't get the like. Uh, maybe you, you, you just didn't listen to it long enough. <laughs> yeah, you can't hear the whole thing. I'm I'm down for reggae flats. I like it. Does it yeah. really let Gary shine like he should too? Like is his voice really shining like he, <laughs> he ought to be? You cannot outshine Gary Lavox. All right. He's the one and only. <laughs> Follow us at 92.3 W.I.L. And if you have any other uh, reggae country mixes, feel free to comment the link there because we're going to need some stuff to listen to while we're at the Royal, Royal Bahamian Sandals Resort. How would you regify like Florida Georgia line? 
Regify? Would that make it better? Just don't. <laughs> Can you stop breathing into the mic? I'm not thought, breathing like, into the mic. Was that it? was not me. Yes, it was you, Rem. Anyway. A weed eater or something. Ha- <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever thought about what roles you would want to play if you were an actor? What type of roles would you want to play? Um, I'd probably be like a James Bond character yeah. of mm. sorts. Star athlete, like the quarterback. Yeah. Something like that. Obviously. Fitting. Well, Kane Brown is auditioning lately for new roles. It's funny for me to think about Kane Brown as an actor because I'm just going to be honest. When you do interviews with him or you sit down to have a conversation or even when he's on stage, he's very um, plain, flat. Basic. (laughs) (laughs) He's giving you yes and no's and he's like, when can I go get a bowl of cereal? I'm telling you, the key to having a good conversation with Kane Brown is talking about video games. That dude lights up when you talk about video games. Anyway, he's auditioning for roles in Hollywood lately. The Lost Boys, huh? (laughs) That's a good one. You're hilarious. (laughs) These are the type of roles that he says he ideally would want to play. Put me in a movie would be put me in a horror movie. I feel like I could kill that right off the bat. I would want to be like the, you know, the tough dude that was helping everybody. Uh, first audition tape we just did for uh, the new Grease, but I just found out that it might, I think the whole movie got canceled, so we'll, we'll double check on that. <laughs> I tried out and they so just scrapped it. He's a little unsure, like he wants to do Grease maybe, but also a horror film, so he can be like the good guy that saves everyone. I think he would actually be really good in the Blair Witch Project. You know, <laughs> something like that where they're just like aimlessly wandering in the woods. It's a horror movie. You're so, you guys. I see him running to the woods and stopping at the tree line and be like, oh, I can't do it. Can't do it. Can't go in there. <laughs> they will never let him live down the fact that he once got lost. On his own property. They're How so- about Castaway? Like something I like, like Castaway, yeah. like a survival movie. Homeward Bound 3. Works perfectly. You walked into this, Casey. <laughs> Raiders of the Lost Ark. Anybody? Long story short, you could see. Be, you could, Land of the Lost. You could be seeing Kane Brown on the big screen sometime oh. soon. Uh, if not in a horror film, then Grease. So who really knows? Well, you guys got to give the guy a break. Home Alone Lost in New York. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Remember when Kenny Chesney was here back in May and Old Dominion was one of the openers? They did a Foo Fighters cover song that everyone went wild for. Learn to fly. I always know that there's a really good part of a concert whenever my dad will reference it after the show's over. Because (laughs) normally he's just like a guy in the crowd. He didn't really know what's going on. You know, he's just there. Uh, The best song was the song that wasn't theirs. I was a big fan of the last one. Yeah. (laughs) And like my dad, Foo Fighters, they don't hang out. All right. He does not listen to them. But we left that show and he was like, when they did that Foo Fighters song, it was so good. It sounded great. And I couldn't have agreed more. And that's what everyone said after the show. Well, I saw a video of them over the weekend. They were in Seattle. So, of course, they did a cover of Seattle Natives Pearl Jam. can tell like it's concert audio it's not gonna sound great here but there i'm sure they were just loving it yeah do you think that do you think that any cities in america get get a, it's like overdone 
that, you know, you're in Seattle, they're going to do a Nirvana cover well, yeah, or something. Like, like, do we should you, do Nelly. Yeah, yeah, do you not ever get sick of Nelly stuff? Because I, I feel like it's kind of low-hanging fruit whenever they <laughs> yeah. do that. Yeah, it's like, oh, it's how I can connect with the local audience that way. I love when, when bands go, like, off the wall, like, you know, you've got someone like a Sam Hunt who comes in and he's playing Metallica or something like that and just gets the crowd all riled up right. with something hard and heavy like that. I would, I love those moments in shows. So the fact that they did learn to fly during that show was awesome. I feel, I felt like, wait, remember when Parma Lee was here in like April or May and all of a sudden in the middle of their set, they started singing Lizzo. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what no, was good. Yeah. It yeah. was so <laughs> random. And Remy and I looked at each other like, what? What but it got the crowd going because it was so unexpected. So I posted this video to our Facebook page if you're a big Old Dominion fan. It's also on our Instagram story. Old Dominion, I feel like they, because they do covers and they work around their genre, they've got a lot more fans on oh, their yeah. side. Carrie Underwood, she's been doing this music thing for a while, even before American Idol, which... I don't really know about her life pre-American Idol. I just know that she grew up in Oklahoma. When she was like 22, she came to St. Louis. Yep. And that... And now she's ours. And now she's... <laughs> <laughs> and now she's an American Idol. But she's been singing for a long time, and she actually posted this clip of herself as a very young girl. This has got to be from like the 80s singing a song and then fast forwards it to her singing that same song at the Grand Ole Opry earlier this year. Did you hear that crossover? A little bit, yeah. I feel like when you watch the video, you can, it obviously looks like Carrie. Yeah. But she still has that like young voice, and she like she's doing the like the growl. You can yeah. hear, yeah. You can definitely hear the Carrie in there. Yeah. You ever heard old recordings of yourself? Like if you're well, yeah. audio, audio recordings, yeah. you can hear hints of your voice in there. You right. know, it's just a little deeper as you go through puberty and all that. But uh, I think that's awesome. I sing around the house all the time, but I'm still not famous. Well, yeah. <laughs> We can not Carrie Underwood. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> I think it's a super cute video that kind of shows off um, the fact that she's been doing this forever, as if we didn't already know. But also that even like the thought of her being famous, she had the potential. What does Carly Pierce have in common with Loretta Lynn besides both being country music artists from Kentucky? They're girls. They're females. Okay. <laughs> Nailed it. <laughs> well, I will tell you what. But first, I'm going to go back in time a little bit. After... Carly Pierce's infamous breakup divorce from other country artist Michael Ray. She went out and got a dog. dog. No, yeah, yeah. June. She named the dog June. A little bit further down the line, she was like, you know what? This is kind of better than a guy. Let me just go get another dog. dog. She named it Johnny. And I think she was good with Johnny and June, you know? Two little, uh, what the heck do you call these little things? Oh, it's a Pomeranian uh, something. That's not a Pomeranian. No, that's like no, a... No, it's a Bichon? Um, Bichon poodle. Listen, it's like the little white dogs. It's a little white little and it's white fluffy curly and it can sit in the palm of your hand, I'm sure. Dogs. She has two of those. Well, she said, you know, maybe that's not quite enough okay. whenever a chocolate lab found its way into her parents' life. 
Redolin is a little chocolate lab that my parents found. And if you know about my journey, I had a childhood dog named Ginger. And I swear to you, this dog looks like Ginger reincarnated. And so we are all convinced that Ginger sent her. So she had to join the family. June, my little puppy, didn't really love Redolin at first. She's like, no, I don't know about you. But now they're best friends. So now we have just like a big old Grand Ole Opry family. Uh -huh. So they have a Johnny, they have June, and they have a little Redolin. They all ride around on the lab. <laughs> I was gonna, at first I was going to say I wonder if she's starting a breeding program with Johnny and June you know what I mean because you could make a lot of money off of those that's little, those little pups yeah. that's a good point <laughs> probably not a good idea that but. thought I don't love <laughs> but I like how she knew once like the idea of the old dog came in she's like alright we have to do it now like there's no way we can let this dog go on yeah. and not take it in Have you have that? has that happened to you before where you end up getting a new pet and you're thinking man this has the exact same mannerisms as as the one you had before. And when I was growing up, I always had cats. And I had one particular cat who acted like a dog, like I took it on walks on a leash. <laughs> it was a straight up dog. Yeah. And now Minnie, my Dalmatian, when I got her immediately, I was like, you are that cat, reincarnated. <laughs> I it just know sense. it. Exactly. <laughs> if you have any funny stories like that, you can text us at 314-699-4766. Casey covers country. Let's go. This holiday, with the right music and the right motivation from world-class instructors. We're going to pick it up a notch. It's the holiday season. You might just surprise yourself with what you're capable of. Work out to thousands of live and on-demand classes, from running to cycling to yoga. Try Peloton risk-free with a 30-day home trial. New members only, not available in remote locations. See additional terms at onepeloton.com slash home dash trial. Peloton, motivation that moves you.